Hey man, that beat just hey, every time I hear that beat, it does. All right, welcome to another, another episode of Sports Life Talk. We're live without sports, it's just talk coming to you live on the other part of the radio. As you can see, it's only B. Jones and I today. Everybody else is out doing their thing. Surgeons in Cancun, enjoy yourself. Pam, Katie, they're doing their thing. So, hey, what's good, man? Nothing much, man. We, we got a we got a popping one ahead of us. Hey man, we we don't have a choice. It's just hey, you. We got to do it, us, man. So, episode ten is Leo, and Leo. that's based off of who? Well, at first I thought it was based off of an astrological sign in which people are born within a certain time frame in the uh, summer solace, but uh, it actually became <laughs> it actually became soccer icon Lionel Messi. Um, when you think about, it, there's a lot of great number tens, but uh, the more and more I looked into Lionel Messi, uh, this guy it just became a very clear that this dude is probably one of the most relevant soccer players, if not the most. Uh, I guess synonymously with uh, with Cristiano Ronaldo, he the truth, man. So just looking at one of the baddest and most prolific scores in soccer history. Messi has accumulated over 695 goals for both club and country. He's won the Balloon Dior five times, which is tied, of course, with our guy, Cristiano Ronaldo. And, uh, I mean, in my opinion, the the first time I saw Messi was on the cover of a PS4 video game. That's what's, that's what's funny. Didn't even have a clue who the cat was. Uh, wasn't a big soccer fan up until, really, the, the FIFA World Cup about about five years ago. Do you yeah, remember that? Yeah, Fever yeah. I think that was probably about 2011, 2012. That when uh, Tim Howard was in Yeah, yeah. You remember we had that squad? But uh, <laughs> We already knew that once he gave up one goal. Yeah, I know. He fall apart. So so what's your opinion? Who who, who do you think is the uh, the best soccer player? Or do you agree or disagree with me that Messi is the baddest man on earth? I think Messi is the baddest man on earth. And here's why. Since uh, 2003, he's played in six, 687 matches of, for his club. Uh, he scored over 600 and he scored 603 goals won 33 club titles including 10 La Liga titles mm. so mm. if that's not goatish I don't know what a goat is hey yeah that's that's goat status right yeah but speaking of goat let's move on to the the goat of entertainment okay All the right. best to ever do it in my opinion Michael Jackson it's been 10 years since he's passed right okay so my question to you first of all do you think he's one of the, the best entertainer ever Best entertainers, absolutely. Um, even off the stage, his story has just been well. Yeah, uh, let's leave that. <laughs> it's been, but it's been entertainment. It, but it's it been, entertainment. been entertainment. But it's not holding, what's her name? Willow or Minnow? What's pillow? Pillow for blanket. 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 <laughs> we get it. Do like three <laughs> phone Black pillow. Hey, but holding the baby over the edge, man. You what know kind what of I'm parent saying? does that? I don't know. But, Michael uh, Jackson. That's like that dude, though, man. He just can do whatever he want to do. But uh, so yeah, I, I'll agree with you on that. Um, but any guy that if he touches you and you pass out and you're not a fake preacher. Something is up, man. You just got to yeah. have a special place. His concerts, I mean, unreal. He could just stand there for 30 minutes and people just sit there and just scream. But it, it was Mike. It was Mike, Mike was a bad dude. So let me ask you this. What is your favorite song of his? Well, my number one song is going to be PYT. PYT is a good one, yeah. My number two would be Man in the Mirror. They really kind of a one, one A. Give me one. One no, A, one B. I got to do a one A, one B. Can I do a one A, one B? No, you can't. You always do this. Pick one. PYT. PYT. Mine is Rock With You. I rock like with you, rock, rock with you. Yeah. Bad Girl, close your eyes. Man, when you he come over got there? a little voice, bro. You didn't know? You, 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 you got that church choir kind of voice. What, you a tunnel? 
<laughs> we gonna move right on because I ain't thinking ever again. So we're gonna move into our bother's life. Okay. So the NBA is thinking about reducing the season. Is NBA popping right now to you, man? This is the best it's ever been. It's normally this time. It's always about the NFL, but the NBA has found a way Dude, to keep their name out there. That's great. I don't know if it's because of the Pelicans getting getting Zion. I've caught the fever. I'm like all in on this NBA thing. I'm like, well, see, you know me. I love watching the NFL, but my first love is NBA. Man, I got into a verbal dispute with an individual over basketball in NBA basketball. I, I, normally, when we in the barbershop, we had those conversation this morning somebody started talking crazy I, I literally got involved in, into the conversation well, that's how, did you say something about sports life talk did you tell them to check us out while you was in there all nah man I ain't tell them to check my resume you got so man. heated that you, you saw red no I was heated I mean we just had a, know, the, you know if you want to tell what the conversation was about yeah go ahead he, felt, he feels as if no player uh, would leave 50 million dollars on the table and take a max contract versus staying with that team and take a super max okay so he has to understand this it's not always about the money. You can have all the money in the world, but you got a legacy too. Right, that's that's exactly what I said. It comes a point where money is negligible when you're making squillions of dollars. Yeah, right? you, and then if you are a high power athlete like the LeBron, the ADs, you're going to make that money off the court anyway. So so the, the so the, the the debate started speaking about Kawhi for leaving Toronto and foregoing the Supermax or KD foregoing the Supermax and going to other clubs, which I know Toronto can probably support Kawhi at a very high level. I'm pretty sure he can do what he want to do in Toronto right now. He's a main man anywhere he goes right now. But but let's just be real. The money in L.A. is unprecedented. Yeah. The the element about Kawhi that we all still, he's just been kind of this international man of mystery. Like, Kawhi could become the Dozeki's guy. And that's really, nobody knows what he's thinking. He stays with his circle, which is probably the size of a of a pencil head. I mean, he's, he's not. He's that's not, how he's supposed he, to be. You don't need a that's big right. circle. That's when you start he having don't give you media bites. He don't give you media takes. He don't really give you a lot to speculate on. He just goes out, plays his games, and he plays it at a high level, wins. The dude is, at this stage in the game, we have to... We have to consider this man as a winner. I mean, that's just bottom line. But Two I, finals MVPs. Yeah. But how do we get off topic when I ask you about the NBA thinking about reducing the season? And then we jump. Well, because I'm excited about the NBA, man. You are, and and I'm okay, excited about the NBA. Okay, now you did it because you're like the the talk house. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm just going. excited about the NBA. So oh, I'm glad you did. But, but going back, NBA thinking about reducing uh, the amount of games. I think. This is the deal. There's a lot of different moving pieces in this element when you do something like this because now you have to say, okay, well, we're going to play 65 games instead of what is 82. 82, yeah. So we, let's say if we play 65 games versus 82, the load management question goes away. No, it you doesn't. Don't, you don't have a situation. Why do you say that? <laughs> it could be 50 games. There's still going to be guys that's not going to play the whole 50-game season just because of the load management. Because you see what they did for Kawhi. He missed, what, 22 games? And look how fresh he was for the playoffs. So regardless of how they do that, you're still going to have low management issues. Unless you put in their contract, hey, you're healthy, you have to play, but then how can you tell if a guy's really healthy or not? Well, Kawhi's the face of low management, agree? No, San Antonio is the face of low management because they did that with Tim Duncan, they did it with Yeah, Tony but I'm Parker. saying now, to, but this is the first time that Kawhi did the load management. Everybody complained throughout the regular season that he's healthy enough to play because he showed us on Thursday he could play, then he doesn't play on Sunday, right? So they go on, eventually overcome probably one of the, in my opinion, 
opinion, one of the greatest teams to ever be amassed, even though with some injuries, but they still won the championship with Kawhi missing, what was it, 22, 25 games? Yeah, like 22 like that. games during the season, yeah. So, in my opinion, Kawhi now has become the face of what, what you will see more teams doing more and more and more. And I personally, I don't think LeBron's injury at the end of the year was as bad as they say. It wasn't. He just saw that they couldn't play without exactly. him. Exactly. He's going to have to do, overexert himself. So, hey, I think I just LeBron, wait till next year. I he knew AD was coming. Consciously made an effort to save his body and give himself a longer offseason to kind of recharge. I mean, he is becoming an older guy now, you know, so now that he's starting to experience diminishing return. So I just personally think that um, that 65 games, and, uh, I mean, of course, you're going to see it from time and time again with bad injuries. I wouldn't be surprised if everybody's saying that the Nets or the Knicks, whoever lands KD, are going to have this second-year explosion, right, because he's not going to play next year, but then they're going to have this big second year uh, where, where him and whoever he partners up with come out of the gates. But I actually think we're going to see KD go through load management. We won't, we won't yeah, know. Yeah, you got to until that. Yeah, we won't know who KD is. Back. Well, we, we'll find out who he is in the playoffs. And um, I think playoffs – Next summer, well, no, excuse me, the summer after summer of 2021 is when we're gonna see what KD gonna look back look like. So, but going back to that, going to 65 games, I think, or even 60, whatever it is, you're going to have to disperse the money differently. So that's the big problem with the owners. They're like, hey, we paying you for 82 games. You know, you want this 32.3 million, whatever that max contract is. I need 82 games because I need you to fill the seats. They're not filling the seats now, so. Uh, it, it's going. To, it's, you're going to have to do a new CBA or something. They, they're going to have to re, revisit how the money is going to be because an NBA player is going to say, "Hey, I still want the same amount of money." Well, um, I'll say this: this is a perfect example of when uh, less is more, because I can't just sit down and watch 82 straight games of a season. Now, if you shorten it, maybe 20 games, maybe that will pique my interest more, you know. You can have more uh, more games on TV as well, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just so many options. And this, uh, as far as injury, it reduces the amount of injury because that's like 20 games that you don't have to play. Another big issue, and we've had plenty of conversation ranking players and who's the GOAT and Jordan versus LeBron, which I'm, I'm in the LeBron bandwagon yeah, or the I LeBron camp. So, but when we say that, people got to realize that we realize that Jordan, as far as offense to me, shoot, he's just a straight-up killer. That's why <laughs> Kobe straight up copied everything yeah. out. But I just think he's an overrated defender. We'll, we'll talk we'll about that on another show. But so where I'm going with this, though, is that statistically-wise, if you reduce the season to 65 at this stage in the game, the comparisons are going to be tougher. Yeah, because okay, well they played eighty games. They played eighty, so now you gonna have the 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 asterisk on well his legs wasn't as fresh, and I mean it's it's going to be a lot of um, it's gonna be tough at that point. No matter, even if they made it where we got to play ninety games, then it's still gonna be something people gonna true. They do it in NBA and NFL. Remember they they moved up to. Yeah, 16 game 16. regular season where they weren't playing 16 games and people say, well, no, you got Drew Brees and these guys throwing all these yards. And I mean, and then they've catered everything to the offenses too in the yeah, NFL. So, yeah. yeah, it's kind of unfair. So, speaking of unfair, I want to ask you this since you are a you're a Mavs fan now. I'm a right? Mavs fan. Yeah, I like but the Mavs. I know you like and, the Pelicans. And in all fairness, but... before the Pelicans came, I was I was a Mavs fan. I, uh, I remember Triple J Ranch with Jason Kidd, Jamal Mashburn out of Kentucky, Jim and uh, Jimmy Jackson. Ja- yeah, Jimmy Jackson out of Ohio Braxton State. Take him down. Is that you think that's what happened? Two of them were messing away at the same time. So are you saying it's a Kardashian curse and a Braxton curse? 
I'm gonna have to go with it. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. But <laughs> no, but I I remember going out here to watch a game with Triple J Ranch, and it was crazy, man. It was crazy. It, it reminded me of uh, Run TMC up in up in Oakland when they had that little squad. With but Merlin Hardaway. Yeah, I, I, I remember I bought a poster and they had all had Jamal Mashburn, Jason, and, and Jimmy Jackson, and they all had on hats and stuff and spurred. It, it was hey, pretty cool. Just, just realize that that thing thing is undefeated. It, it will take down wars. It, it will just take, it just does so much. But uh, right, so, but yeah, I'm a Mass fan, man. Okay, so my question to you is. Is it disrespectful for Breeze to pass a torch to Zion? And I don't think he did it when Anthony Davis was there. Well, I don't think it's disrespectful. Um, Breeze, over the last four or five years, has become has become a, a megastar. And it's not, it hasn't been any reason, like, yeah, of course we've been really good the last two years, but Breeze has taken his, 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 his image and really promoted it. I mean, like, his branding has become bigger than what he does on the football field in certain instances, instances okay? Um, I, I, I think the only thing that this would cause me reserve is him putting too much pressure on a 19-year-old Zion. That's the only thing that I would be nervous well, I think about. the NBA is putting that pressure on him anyway. We've never seen a first-round, uh, first-draft pick be covered like this at a draft. I've never seen anything nah, like this. No, nah, no, no. Everywhere he, I think he went to the restroom and they tried to follow him in there. You know, they just I, I've had that conversation and people threw out some other names. I'm like, it's never been done. Even this when LeBron was the number one pick, it was not like this. Yeah, we talked about Larry Johnson, Kawhi, like Kwame Brown, Shaquille O'Neal. We went through, and Shaquille O'Neal is my favorite basketball player of all time. Yeah, he's a, and, he's a and, Tiger too. Yeah, so former yeah. LSU. Yeah, whatever. Go Tigers, but uh, but yeah, man. From a from a from the perspective of him putting pressure on Zion, I I mean it's okay because I mean listen, Zion is Zion. If we've been watching this kid do mega dunks since he was in college, and uh, no, in, oh, in high, high school, school in Spartanburg, South Carolina, <clears throat> we was watching this kid do this stuff as a junior in high school. So Zion is he ready for the pressure? In my opinion, yeah. But let me ask you this: Anthony Davis won a, a title, Anthony Davis, in Kentucky. But just wait, give me a, give me a second. <laughs> And we saw what he can actually do in the league. So why wouldn't you try to say, I'm going to pass it towards Anthony Davis and make him feel more welcome? Or is it the case of, we don't want to let another superstar type guy get out of here. So I'm going to go ahead and try to pass his torch now. <clears throat> I think I think you just hit it on the head. I think this is really more of a the whole city of New Orleans trying to take a page out of the Toronto playbook and really get the excitement behind this new look Pelican team. I don't think it was any knock on Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is, when LeBron retired, Anthony Davis is going to be my new favorite, most favorite actor player. He's just that good. I love watching him play. I'm not mad at Anthony Davis for going to the Lakers. Because he wasn't going to win in New Orleans. Well, I mean, I, I think he could have won. I mean, people people 10 years ago said you can't win in Golden State. Golden State was a a dismal place for so many years. All it takes is the organization making a lot of great calls, exactly. a lot of great draft picks, and I think David Griffin, uh, Griffin is the guy for the future. Uh, he came out and said, "Hey, Zion is not the savior. They're gonna put pieces around Zion. There's no team out there that has one player that is that is dominating the game, and they are winning because we see the Pelicans can do it with the dominant top three, top five player like Anthony Davis. You know what I mean? So, I um." I love the act of what Drew Brees did. I, I personally don't see how he's handing the torch right now because we need to see. We need to see him Zion. get on we the floor. We need to see Zion exactly. get on the floor. I would have. I would have rather this been 
this article that broke up, Drew did some act of this like after the football season, which means now Drew is he's pretty much walking off into the sunset, right? Because this could potentially be his last year, especially yeah. especially if we make a deep run and we win it all. And Zion at that point in the game would have probably you know be 40, 50 games into it. You know, he kind of got lathered up. He got a feel for it, the physical intensity, the day and night, the rigorous work that he has to put in. And then at that point, you say, hey, it's your it's your world. This is your city because we we you know the whole city's behind you, Zion, and really build that up. But I see why he did it. It's all a hey, let's hype Zion. Yeah. We they trying to sell tickets because you got to remember the ownership of the Pelicans is the ownership of the New Orleans Saints. Yeah. So it's it's you know you you get where I'm going with that. They trying to sell tickets. They trying to get this thing sold out, which I I, I doubt they gonna have any issues with. I wouldn't be surprised if they got season ticket on waiting list right now. And all that from Zion, from a guy that I don't, I don't think he's gonna be that good in the league, man. Oh, my I think he's goodness. going. Listen, why do y'all star, keep saying this? Will he be a star? Yes, I think he's gonna be a superstar. But hey, that's a conversation for when my man Serge comes back. Okay, uh, we're, we're gonna say? save it. But let me ask you this question: Did you think Giannis would have been a star? Did I think Giannis would have been a star? Yeah, but now he's an MVP. Do you think he's going to become a mega star? Uh, yeah. Giannis? Yeah. Yes, I do. Okay. Well, I look. They they got Giannis is also six eleven too. Okay, but. Zion can jump sick, uh, jump through the roof. He yeah, can, he, he can probably can, jump over uh, Young. He can, he can jump over Taco. How about that? Well, Taco shut that down, didn't he? What's in it? Taco? Taco? What's Taco, the, talk, talk about Taco, that dude from yeah, uh, UCF? UCF. Yeah, where did Taco go? Is he the playing Celtics, in the NBA? The Celtics ended up picking up after the draft, so that's a good pickup if he can actually work. Yeah, what, is seven, what is he, 7'6"? Yeah, he's he ridiculously tall. They're going to lose uh, Al Horford, so he might, he might actually get some team. <clears throat> he should. Okay, so we talked about earlier how the NBA is kind of hot right now. Mm -hmm. And I think this is your question. So I'm going to let you answer your own question. Should the NBA look into expanding right well, now? Well, I really I really wanted y'all opinion on it because I personally think they could uh, or they should. I think about teams that I grew up watching like the before the Memphis Grizzlies. Van they were Grizzlies. Vancouver Grizzlies and, and it wouldn't be because Toronto has clearly showed us that Canadian support for American basketball is there. It's relevant. Yeah. Um, so, and, and honestly, I look back at the, you remember the NBA awards this week? Mm -hmm. Well, if you look back at the awards outside of the head Coach who won, uh, I think of, of the Bucks. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Mo Williams, who won six man, I believe. Every other award Williams. was Lewis, excuse me. Every other award was given to, to an international player. Luca, Giannis, uh, Gobert, all of these guys, Siakam. None of these guys are American born. So I do think the NBA has the opportunity to to not only expand expand domestically, but to look at expansion internationally and start to do some things on a global scale to increase the level. We see how how cold Luca is from coming overseas. I think we'll get the opportunity to uh to do that, but I'm thinking Vancouver, Seattle. Um, yeah, I think they're, they're thinking about bringing one back from to Seattle, man. Really? That's a basketball team. Um, look, Las Vegas has now will have their first NFL team. Yeah, you put and, one in Vegas, and, and, and you could put it, and now they actually have a hockey team too. So Vegas can withstand an NBA team. I, I personally, especially if you're going to reduce the games, if you're thinking about reducing the games, I would like to see more talent out there because I think what happens is is there's there's in, in most leagues this is the case. In most professional leagues, you go into the season, there's only a handful of teams who truly have the capacity or 
what, in our opinion, we think will really truly stand a chance. And every once in a while, the Giants will sneak up on you. Um, the St. Louis Blues did it in hockey. Um, I think the uh, the Kansas City Chief or the Kansas City Royals did it in, in uh, baseball not too long ago. But the reality of the situation is that the Lakers, Celtics, you know, there's a, a handful of Spurs. You get what I'm saying? Warriors. There's only six teams that we think even remotely have a chance to win it. And football is the same thing. Patriots, Rams, Saints. It's you know what I'm saying? It's always going to be the same. Cowboys. Yeah, let me try to leave us out. Mm. I know how you threw the Saints in there. They want to put my boys in there. But, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, so, you, so it's a lot of kids, especially that come out of the college ranks, that we think they're really good, and they go to some of these teams where have better talent, and they don't get the opportunity to shine. And then they end up they end up kind of going into the night, and then we see them in the big three, which big three dope. Big three Shoot, just did Joe an expansion. Johnson, did you see him? Yeah, big man, three he, just did an expansion. Yeah, we need to talk about that, man. Yeah, we, we, we will. We will because uh, I was watching it. They actually come into Dallas in, I want to say, August. I want to go out there. Let's try, man. Yeah. I think you can buy the be- tickets. Yeah. Tickets tickets on Surge if you watch it. Uh, yeah, Surge. We need that. <laughs> All right. So Draymond Green had a tweet where I don't know exactly how the tweet went, but it was like owners versus governors. Can you break that down for us? Yeah. So it's a big hot topic right now in which they are um, they are associating or I guess trying to draw a comparison to to the the white leadership in the NBA and really truly all professional sports. There's Caucasian leadership and most of the athletes, especially in the are NBA, minorities. are minorities and African Americans. Yep. And uh, and so the the word owner is drawing some buzz and Adam Silver actually came out and I'll, I'll read his quote um, the NBA has moved away from the term owner and um, governor of the team is what he would like to call them and alternative governor so the, basically my question is is what governor doesn't sound right either? It's still saying. Well, you got a governor of every state. Yeah, you got 50, 50 states, fifty governors, thirty two teams, thirty two governors. I can see that. So how about the um, the main person in charge, the CEO? That would just be the CEO of the team, unless it's already it's a different. CEO type. is not the owner necessarily. CEO could be a person that is appointed by a board. The owner of the team is like Jerry Jones, who yeah. spent one hundred and fifty five million, bought the Cowboys. That is his team. But even governor sounds like owner governor. It, well, it sounds yeah, I don't even want to start. I wonder what the if you want to if you want to look at this from a racial standpoint of view, let's not pardon the governors during the time of slavery because governors <laughs> they were supporting slavery too. So I, I think I think Draymond and some of the players may be uh, ultra sensitive, but if you have a team of twelve to fifteen players who let's just say twelve of them or ten out of the twelve African Americans, and they come to you and say, hey Kevin. We don't like for you to call yourself an owner, and considering you paying these people a, a, a large um, king's ransom every year, I really don't give a crap, man. Change the name. What 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 do it do? Does that change your ownership? It doesn't change the name on the it, deed. It, it's still the it same does, person. It's the same person. So if that's going to make your chemistry, your cohesion is going to create a culture in your organization of diversity and people feeling good, change the name. Who cares? But I like Adam Silver. He's always in front of stuff, man. He is. He's never behind. He's always in front. Yes. That's why he's the best in the game, man. I agree. I agree. If, if you had to have a commissioner, he's doing commissioner right versus Goodell is. Hey, dude, they just offer the owners. Whatever the yeah. owners want, 
All for the money side of it. All yeah, for the money. He, he's straight for them. Yep. All right, so let's talk about uh, Andre Iguodala. He was on the uh, Breakfast Club, and he said that he believes that Mark Jackson's being uh, blackballed. And he also talked about uh, Golden State, how they said that he had a sprain or something when, in fact, he had a fractured leg. Now, I didn't hear I didn't hear the interview, um, and I, I promise you I'm, I'm going to check it out because uh, I think my cousin sent me the, the link to the interview, and I've been meaning to catch up with Okay, it. I got what he said right here. Okay. <clears throat> okay, so... He was saying, uh, okay, da, 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 da. they said, you've got a, a bone bruise. He like, he's like, no, nah, it's a fracture. So I'm fighting with the team. I'm fighting with people. I'm fighting with the media. And then my teammates ask me every day, how you feeling? How you feeling? So <clears throat> he's getting it from everywhere. What, uh, what do you always say in sports? Oh, he's a tough guy. He plays in, he plays right. through injuries. You're validated as an athlete if you win championship or how tough you were. If you sit out, it's like, uh He's not that tough. So this guy played with a fracture, and his team say he had a bone bruise. I know, I know. You, you, you could take this conversation on any level. I, I was, I was recently a person at my job was brutally sick, brutally sick, refused to go home. Why? Because the thought process is the person who works for this company for 12 to 14 hours a day is going to be considered the hardest worker and be given the opportunities for promotion. When at the end of the day, actually, science has even showed us that sleep and rest are just as equal as diet, physical exercise. Your body can't even properly heal if you're not getting an adequate six to eight hours of rest per night. And I'm glad you said that because at your job, just think of my job of teachers. Yeah. We have several teachers that come to work sick because they don't want to miss because of the damn star test. <laughs> that, that's what, you know I'm what I'm saying. saying? Because they don't want to miss and have their kids miss a day of quality instruction. So I, I don't want Andre Iguodawa to think that he's the only one dealing with that pressure. Um, what, this, what Andre's comments showed me and it's just my personal opinion. Warriors one are in trouble. Um, it also show it also tells me that there was more to the KD's decision to return in Game Five that means I. My they initial thoughts because they were they were down three one. That was my initial thought. My initial thoughts was they needed a shot in the arm. They needed to inject some energy, something to, from a psychological standpoint of view to give these players the thought process that hey, we can overcome a tremendous amount of adversity and and, and break some kind of record. Then I started thinking, well, KD is pretty ultra sensitive. This is a guy that's on record with having burner accounts, and he's very sensitive to what somebody like me and you or even the average person would put out there on the web about him on Instagram. He would go and take his time and respond to those comments. But now when you look at it from this perspective, where you have people who like his agent who should have been backing him. When oh, yeah, you have, he got to fire that agent, man. He has yeah, when you have a man. professional medical staff evaluating things and not telling you like, hey, you have you have a, 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 a injury that could potentially 75 percent chance become an Achilles tear. I can see the pressure now. And, 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 and if this is what AI is saying is true, he's gone. Oh, he's gone anyway. I think he's going to New York or Brooklyn, man. It's that simple. My question is, why would why 
why would Andre Iguodala say all of this knowing that he's going to put on a Warriors jersey? Because he year? only has one more year. He's already I, said still, that after why this season. Create, why create that type of chaos or create that type of turmoil? You know, my wife always said, why bring that type of energy yeah. to the organization, man? It's, it's kind of like what Rozier was doing last year when he was talking about going Hayward injury. Why bring that type of energy if you knowing that that's who paying your bills? It's okay in your inner circle to say those things, but why talk about it in TV and media and give give these these uh these news beat these beat writers give them a a, a clipping a headline? Well, well, maybe he's just trying to put it out there that the Golden State medical staff needs to step their game up. You know what's funny? I remember when David Griffin got to New Orleans, and it was this big article that came out about his first decision. His first decision was to go out and get the medical staff from the Phoenix Suns, who has been known as one of the best medical staffs in all the sports. they the one that got Grant Hill back, right? They've gotten a bunch of players back. And like all the NBA players revered this medical staff. they like, man, that's if we want to get a medical staff, that's what we want it to be about. And I was like, that's great uh, medical staff, but let's, let's free some cap space. Let's go out and let's get some players. Let's talk free agency. And now, when it when I saw, now I see yeah, it makes sense because a player who's who's maybe like a KD, and I know KD not coming to New Orleans, but let's say you take a player that's 31, 32 at the top of their game who coming off of a major injury, yeah. like Kawhi, they may consider, hey, like I need to go to a, a team that has a medical staff that can really get me to the best of my get, get me to the best of my capabilities. Yeah, so I'm all with it, man. David Griffin, he's he's a good owner. That's he why LeBron true. liked him, man. He's the truth, man. That's why LeBron liked him, and then uh, wasn't because LeBron. I liked him. That's why they got rid of him. That's a rule. Ain't that something? You yeah. think uh, you think the Pelicans are gonna make some noise in free agency? I don't know how much noise they're gonna make, man. I really don't. I don't, I don't see uh, a lot of bro. Just... It is about to be some big losers in free agency this week. I mean, we're looking at teams like um, New York Knicks who could get absolutely shut out. Clippers could be shut out. I I don't know. And now, as we were on air, I got a a news break that Kawhi Leonard and KD are in conversations thinking about teaming up together. No longer is it KD and Kyrie. So I don't know what, Trey. I'm thinking maybe they're probably talking about Clippers. Oh, that'll be nice. Because KD has agreed to interview with the Clippers. Well, Kawhi's got to hold it down for a year until KD comes back. Kawhi can do it. We just saw him do it with a with a band of misfit toys. We if just I'm saw the Lakers, him. man, I got to get to Kawhi first. I cannot let that guy go and talk to Jerry West because Jerry West is a closer. So, Jerry, what team did Jerry West build to win a championship? So, I, I'm not, I'm not. Well, he, my he's, history he's, is not good on that. I know day. he's built different organizations. He's he helped Memphis. The point I'm trying to make is I, I don't recall. I don't know. Maybe he did it. Did he work? Was he part of the Lakers organization? I'm, I'm, Remember, he won a uh, title with the Lakers. Hit me up there at BossB318 if you're watching this and you can tell me. I need to know who did Jerry, what has Jerry West done? Because I've heard, heard that comment and I'm just well, like, what's Jerry West well, done? No, he wasn't at Golden State. But he, somebody he did something. Yeah, with it, was, it was a couple of teams. So, I don't know. All right, so let's jump off the sports bandwagon, man. Let me ask you this. Well, I'm asking you. We had a substitute teacher in Houston at El, Com- El Campo High School. That was fired because she was filming adult scenes Whoa. in the classroom. The you said impl- she? Yes. The- so, so when you when you when you uh put this one on the on the program, I I don't know why I thought it was a he. It was a, a female. The employee produced adult films in two different places on campus, but none of the students were present. The district said, "Yeah, it was, I think it was a woman." 
So was the um, the person who produced, did they perform in these videos? Yeah, I believe so. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I mean, where do you yeah, go high school there, lit. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> go though, man. I, if I were to go to my job right now and produce a porno, and that got out, that's that's a negative. The, the company values are not synonymous with pornography, so yeah, they are going to terminate me. I mean, that's just the the nature of the beast. Um, I mean, how, how dumb you have to be to even try to pull off a stunt like this? Why you couldn't just go somewhere and went to a room and made it look like a classroom? You know what I'm saying? This yeah, shit, that, that, that yeah, just makes yeah. zero to no sense to me. So we're gonna move on. <laughs> we don't like talking about dumping. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about our favorite players ever. I know we've been trying to save this, man, but we didn't have this on the docket for I don't know how long. I know, right? Let's go ahead and get it out of there. So who is your favorite NBA player of all time? Shaquille O'Neal. Shaq Diesel. Shaq Fool. Okay, sir, just hit me up. Hey, Next week, I think it's next week. Okay. We're doing a special 90 minute episode next week covering all free agency moves. So right. be, be ready for that. Appreciate that, Serge. Uh, hope you're having a good time. If you if you could text, you could have called in. You know that, right? We got a number. Just mess with it. All right, so my favorite NBA player, you said it was Shaq. His uh, teammate in Orlando is Penny Hardaway, who I forgot to. I, I got to find his jersey. Yeah. Now I'm going to rep him and have his jersey. Penny Hardaway is yours? Penny Hardaway is my favorite player. Really? Right? Yeah. So we had a little common. See, we would have had a team for the first time that we uh, agreed with Orlando. We both agreed on, yeah. Well, that's probably the last one, too. Dude, um, side note, we're going to get back to this. Second side note, did you know the Florida won the Director's Cup this year? No, I didn't. The Florida Gators hmm. won the Director's Cup. That means the, um, the team that... No, excuse me. Stanford won. Florida finished number three. Yes. They, they finished number Stanford one in the women SEC. women won. Stanford won number one uh, school in the nation for the most championships and highest rankings. LSU finished ninth. Yeah. Well, side, yeah, side well, note. Florida was higher than LSU, so that's great, huh? So who's your favorite NFL player? Drew Brees, man. My guy. Drew Brees. Man, I had to think along and hard on this, man. My favorite quarterback ever is Brett Favre. He's just a guy that went out there, he got the job okay. done, and he didn't care. But for the sake of argument, I'm going to pick this one guy who just got swag and he's just the truth. It's Deion okay. Sanders. Deion I like Brian. Deion going to be my favorite player. I'm going to make a confession. So, I actually, my favorite player up until about... 2005 was Derek Thomas. Derek Thomas was the truth. Man. I grew, I loved man. I loved everything about Derek Thomas's game. Him and Neil Smith when they was in Kansas City. And I mean, not wearing the seatbelt to his life, man. I, I, so guess what? What happened in 2000? It might have been 2004, 2005 that turned me off. What? I saw a special on. And it might have been NFL Network, ESPN. Derek Thomas graduated from Alabama. Do you know that? No. I didn't know that at the time. And I just, it just turned me off from the dude. I, man. I, still, I, I didn't know it either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, what? This dude, and it makes sense. I mean, big black dude, he was ferocious. I could see him coming from, from Alabama, but I was like, ah. But the thing is, I not, like I said, not man. wearing a seatbelt took him out of here, man. So then it became Walter Payton after that. So I'm real fond of running backs. I don't know why. Walter Payton, Barry Sanders. I've loved all of those guys. All right, so favorite um, college player ever? Mmm. 
Uh, my favorite college football player, and this is going to shock a lot of people, was Charles Woodson, man. Charles Woodson was the truth. <laughs> hey, I love watching Charles Woodson. Uh, as a matter of fact, number two would have been Desmond House. I don't I don't know if I just had a little infatuation with... Uh, uh, Michigan? Yeah, something you want to tell us, man? Right I, I like the... Uh, do you remember a dude named Peter Ward? Peter Ward, yeah. We're sitting Out of Florida, State. Florida State. I used to love Peter Ward, too, man. He went man. to the NFL. And <laughs> I know. He didn't do anything, man. But he's the one that got caught stealing that dealer. So that messed him up, too. He used to get in trouble. I thought that was Snoop Menace that got caught. No. I think that was Snoop. No. Uh, Peter Ward got caught stealing, too. Peter Ward got caught stealing, too. Yeah. I'm but you know the crazy thing about that, right? You know, Moss supposed to be in that team with Warwick. Really? Yeah. Could you imagine those two? <laughs> He sure was. Yeah, he's supposed to be on that team with him. Yep, got kicked out of school. All right, so my favorite college football player, I'm going to go with Michael Vick, man. I'm surprised it ain't Tebow. Tebow get too much praise, (laughs) man. Was he cold? Was he cold in college? Yes. No person cold, no Florida Gators that you. I'm going to go Michael Vick. How are you not going Emmitt Smith? He went to Florida, went to your Cowboys. Cowboys. I'm going Michael Vick. Why are you going with somebody for LSU? Well, my favorite LSU player would have been uh, probably Booger McFarlane. I love I love Booger McFarlane. It wasn't my favorite Florida player. It was my favorite college. Yeah, I know. I well, know. Michael Vick did in there against that Florida State team, man, it was just something I've never seen anything like that. One man, he damn near beat him by himself. Yes. So, don't, hey, man, stop criticizing my picks, man. I don't do Who this. Who was that quarterback? Chris Winky from Florida State? Yeah, well, that was actually a pretty good game, man. Yeah, Winky, he went to the Carolina Panthers and Trash. Yeah. All right, so this is a tough one for me. So, college basketball. This it's hard for me to pick one, and I'm gonna have to go ahead and I guess stick with my guy Penny Hardaway because I can't think of anybody else right now. Because growing up, I like the Arizona Wildcats. I like. I, I was gonna say the same because see, my my love for Shaq didn't develop when he went to the Orlando Magic. My love for Shaq really started uh, when he was um, when he was playing college basketball at LSU. But I'm gonna throw one a wrench in the system. Uh, it's a nut. Two, the next two or three, I'm gonna give you three names, and they they this is for the sports fans. They gonna appreciate my cousins. Who may be watching this? They would appreciate this. Um, my boy Eric Dampier out of Mississippi State. One of your favorite players, Carmelo Anthony. I go Melo if I go Dampier. Dampier is trash. Marcus Camby, Massachusetts. He was nice. Chris Webber. Yeah, because I wanted to put Jalen Rose too. I like Jalen Rose, man. And Ray Allen. Ray Allen's the truth at UConn. So all of them guys, I have had a, a high level of, of of love for them when they were playing college basketball. Um, but if I had to go with my favorite, if, if you said B, if you could go back and go to one game and hang out one player, it probably would have been Shaq. Shaq had a rock to it going. Remember, he was breaking rims and yeah, was it was crazy. Yeah, he was a bad boy in college. But I got introduced to Penny when my cousin moved from uh, from Memphis. They was like, man, this is guy. Man, you got to check him out. He playing for Memphis named Penny Hardaway. And ever since then, man, I fell in love. I bought those first pair of shoes, which I can't find, even though they hurt the hoop in. Yeah. But I love me some Penny Hardaway. Shout out to Penny, man. He doing big things. Didn't they, didn't they have a commercial with like Baby Penny or something? Little Penny. Little Penny. That's Tyra Banks, man. <laughs> yeah, Little Penny used to be a trip, man. All right, so MLB, who's your favorite player of all time? Uh, that boy Pudge, man. Pudge, my guy down here in the Texas Rangers. I used to love watching Pudge. I actually played catcher in Little League Baseball, so Pudge was my guy. I like literally everything I wanted to do was behind Pudge. My second favorite player. Why do y'all do that? Because, man, because we're we a sports show, and we people are, are listening, not. and we don't have I said your favorite of all time. Go ahead. I just gave Go you ahead. my favorite. I'm giving you my second favorite was Frank Thomas. That's Big Hurt. Big Hurt. Now, Big he Hurt came you. from Auburn. I can I can deal with Auburn. Can't deal with Alabama. Alabama. Big Hurt came from Auburn. And, still SEC uh, win. I used to wear his number, 35. Oh, really? I even wore his number in basketball. So, MLB, mine is A-Rod, man. Listen, here's why. 
Before he came to Texas, man, he was on the track to be the best shortstop ever. Seriously, before he started juicing up. A-Rod is the biggest rip-off artist of all time. Well, he got J-Lo. So what you going to say about that? Puff Daddy didn't have J-Lo. Uh, the dancer for the uh, the stylistics didn't have, uh, didn't have J-Lo. <laughs> so you trying to say even? Okay, hey. so J-Lo came into you and uh, you weren't married. Uh, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't try to tie that J-Lo. Tristan Thompson didn't have J-Lo. Yeah, no, J-Lo. See, now you do it too much. <laughs> no, I like no. A-Rod, man. That dude I like was, A-Rod was a bad boy on the He's on track to be the best shortstop ever. His yeah. skill so he could hit and he could play defense and he may have to move to third base because the MLB wouldn't let him take a pay cut to go to Boston. Mm, mm. So he played third in New York. He and, played third in New York. Uh, and, and he played short for the Jared Mariners. Jeter. Yeah, Jared Jeter. And the Rangers. Yeah. So, All right, so I, I like him. I like him. I can't tell. So NHL, this is a real hard one for me, NHL. Is um, it really? Yeah. I mean, Mine is an easy one. If for the start, it's going to be Mike Madonna. Really? I like Mike Madonna. Mike Madonna because that's the, the guy that I, um, I'm used to seeing on TV. TV all the time and he was successful and he had bring this city a championship. Mine is Super Mario. Mario Lemieux. Mario Lemieux? Oh, yeah, yeah, he was a beast, man. You can go him, Wayne Gretzky. I wanted Gretzky. to do the, what's the guy? Um, Yermil Yeager. Yeah, so, Yeager. Uh, from, him, and, him and Lemieux played together. So really they were kind of 1A, 1B, but you've been reprimanding me the whole show about picking two, so. No, go ahead, man. Yeah, you just Yeager, did, you Yeager Yeager do it anyway. As a matter of fact, that whole squad, man, I used to, uh, Larry Murphy. Hey, boys, did you ever play that game? Uh, what was NHL it? 95. NHL, yeah, I used to play it. I used to I go and just that's how I learned all about hockey, man. That's how I just try to go bump somebody and just start whooping. <laughs> we still need to get the NHL 19 and support our boy. I am. I What's am his name? Uh, PK? Or TK? Yep, PK Subban or you something. No, he just got traded again. No way. Nashville traded He's him no to the New Jersey that? Devils. I want to say it's in New nasty. Jersey. I want to say. Yes, I he did get traded to somebody. I remember hearing Linda Cohn talk about that this week. So, yeah, that's interesting. I, I may I may follow what that kid do this year, man. We need to go buy that game today because if we don't, we're not going to. Nah, it's going to get cheaper, man. I'm going to wait. I, I really, I'll probably not even take it out the plastic, man. I just want to yeah, see We need that, to bro. try to meet him, get it signed, man. We got we to gotta do some big stuff, I'm man. I'm with you, man. Hey, PK, man, holler at your boys. All right, so boxing. I want to see where you're going to go boxing because if you don't say this one guy, then I, I know your boxing um, cred is just poo-poo. Uh, Normally you got a lot of stuff to say. Well, so this is the deal, man. My first inter- my first thought process is, is Mike Tyson. And I'm like, well, Mike was great, but Mike had a lot of issues. And there was a point in time that I would defend Mike at a high level. Over time, and after really seeing the effects of it in many documentaries, I would have to say Muhammad Ali. There you go. But but my I guess you could say my new age, my new age is Terrence Crawford, but uh, um, but then my boy and I'm trying to shame Mosley. That was probably about ten years until Vernon Forrest put them hands on him. Vernon Forrest put yeah. them hands on him twice. Then Shane Mosley started getting whooped all guy. the time after that. Yeah, he still well, he still did all right. But that 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 fight he had against Oscar De La Hoya it warmed me over. Do you remember that fight? Well, he was he lost the first yeah. five rounds, then went on to win the last seven. I was like, that's dope. All right, mine is Muhammad Ali too, man. But I like the guy that's out of Desoto, Spence. Earl Spence Jr. Earl Spence. Bro, like he hit dude. hard. I saw him fight uh, not too long ago. I paid for the fight too, man. And he, he he nasty. And the crazy thing is, man, whenever he has a fight, Jared's going to have it right there at Jared Will because he's already homegrown here. Yeah, I wonder who he's going to fight next, man. He, I, I, I think, think they, he fought I, Garcia last time. Yeah, I forgot who they said they were trying to get in the fight. It was a big-name guy. 
He needed. He ready. He ready for them big names. I don't want him to go up against Bud though. Bud Crawford is my guy. I don't know, man. We boxing needs stuff like this, man. Cause the heavyweight division, oh boy, they messed up. Joshua getting flowed by old boy. They look like he working a wooden chicken. <laughs> like he working Krispy Kreme, man. Hey. Dude look like me out here, man. All right, so let's move on to uh, tackling life, which is our NFL segment. All right. All right. So this is uh, who you talking about? Somebody shooting shots at somebody. Yeah, this story took it too far, man. Yeah, it did. The Kansas City uh, sports radio host has been taken off the air for comments about Chiefs coach Andy Reid's lacking discipline. He said that his son died from an overdose. And then why is Siri trying to come up and mess me up? Andy Reid does not have a great record of fixing players, uh, Kevin Kaisman said on the air. He doesn't. Discipline is not his thing. Did not work out particularly well in his family life, and that needs to be added to this as we're talking about the Chiefs. He wasn't real great at being a father. He's had a lot of things go bad for him, family and players. He's not good at fixing people. He's not good at discipline. This is not his strength. His strength is designing football plays. Mm. So I'm going to let you take that, man. What you think about that? My first reaction would have been to tell Kevin Kaisman or Keatsman to go kill yourself. But I'm a more mature person, and socially, I don't want to support suicide because it is an epidemic and it is big. It's a it's a situation that yeah. uh, probably needs to shine a light on. So as being socially responsible with the daughter who's 16 years old, I won't say that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you didn't say it either. I appreciate that. Play. But I thought it. And the truth of the matter is, is that I we... Because I guess we consider media now. We're talking about stuff. Yeah, we're we, talking, we talking about stuff. We're giving an opinion. We, we, we the media, right? So I think that your takes should only go so far. When it starts attacking people, especially when he had a son who died, died. I think it becomes a little bit irresponsible journalism. You know, it, I get that you want the click, and he did exactly what he wanted to do. He wanted to become the bad man, and some people, what you call it, turning a heel. Yeah. Some people do that, and I can think of the, the girl... Um, uh, catch me outside. She became the bad guy to get the clip. Now she got like a million dollar deals, and now she's getting deals. So, so sometimes negativity uh, will get you where you want. But if Andy Reid had the chance to put them hands on him, I I, I turn the other way. I mean, he should. I Andy turn the other way. Has, he has to respond to this, man. <laughs> me and you, we got to meet one on one. We gonna hash this out. We it, got it, to. You, you got to. Don't put my son name in any type of yeah. article. It just was no need for it. Um, I mean, Tyreek Hill was a bad dude before he got to me. That's what I'm about to say. He is a head coach. He ain't no. He ain't nobody on the team, Daddy. That is not his responsibility. What players do outside of the off the field, man. And Tyreek, I ain't seen Tyreek Hill spit on nobody, kick nobody, grab nobody, fighting. I ain't seen Kareem Hunt do that. Kareem Hunt and Tyreek Hill had off season. Off of the campus, off of the franchise, had nothing to do with Andy Reid. And as far as I can see, Andy Reid has been pretty successful at every stop. And listen, yeah, you brought out three names, three or four guys that had turned sour under Andy Reid. But I can do the same thing for some of the best coaches that you name in history. But I can also, on the on the other side of Andy Reid, name you dozens, countless players who've been better men for playing under Andy Reid, who came out and and did the right things and became great persons. 
in society after the game. I want to say this was was it Kansas City that had the guy that he uh, killed his girlfriend and he went to the parking lot and shot himself? Was that Kansas City? I think that was Kansas City. But it wasn't when Andy Reid was there. It was when that, uh, somebody else was man. But you remember what I'm talking yep. about though, right? Yep. But I don't think they had anything to do. I don't think it had anything to do with Andy Reid. I think it was a coach before, but it's just did he say anything about that with that coach? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, because we've never heard anything negative about Andy Reid. You've never heard anything, even when he was in Philly. Yeah, I I, like I said, Andy Reid now X's and O's wise, he's a great coach, and um, I think a lot of people just mad now because Andy Reid decided to do something that we had that that good old boy network for years after years after years of scouts. Oh, he can't play in NFL. NFL, we got a different style. We smash mouth. We 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 big, fast, stronger. And Andy Reid took a kid and Patrick Mahomes and said, you know what? I'm going to play towards his strengths and I'm going to change my NFL game to mimic a college game. And just think about Tyreek. Hill, he's a way better than Sean Jackson. And so now you got Scott uh, Sean McVay. Now you got Cliff Kingsbury. You got other coaches who are going to be implementing more collegiate style plays with with RPOs and spreads and things of that nature. That's going to change the dynamic of the NFL. And so I don't know. I don't know why Kevin, especially if he's a Kansas City beat writer, why he's doing this. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why he's taking shots at it. But uh, Kevin, you ought to be ashamed of yourself, man. All right, so let's talk about this. This is going to be KT's corner real quick. Okay. I'm taking over. KD's not here, so. KT's corner. All right. It's KT's corner. All right, so in the Olympic Games in Paris 2024, okay. they are adding breakdancing, skateboarding, sport climbing, and surfing. I want to just break it down to the breakdancing. Do you think breakdancing should be an Olympic sport? <laughs> uh, my, my true heart is saying no. But when I read this, I absolutely loved it. Because one, about six shows ago, that I said video games was considered a sport and I was shunned for it. Still um, are, but okay. But this only goes to back me to saying that there. Anytime you have a competition, it should be considered a sport. But that's that's not the point. But uh, I can't wait to see what the like the Jamaican breakdance team do. The French the French breakdance team. I mean, like it's probably gonna be some stuff we ain't never seen. And think about it, that's a high cardio uh, sport, man. They they showing agility and I mean, especially if trampoline is, a, is an Olympic sport. Have you seen trampoline? Power walking is an Olympic sport. Power walking is an Olympic sport. So I, I say, why not? Uh, it's gonna be fun to watch them, man. I need to get dominoes there so I can try to <laughs> give me a gold medal, man. Even though I got death You think you're cold enough to win a gold? Yes. With the right partner? No, you can't do it with, well. No, if, it's, if you do that, you know, you play. Yeah, you got to play the you teams. Probably, you can have singles and teams. Yeah. I can win both. Don't do not don't do me like that. All right, let's talk about Nipsey Hussle, man. He won the best male hip-hop artist at the BET Awards. What are your thoughts on that? He actually got um, another award, too. So I, I watched the uh, I watched the award show on my, on my cousin, Chris. He was out there Chris Madison, shout out to you, man. So Doing Chris. big things, man. Uh, I'm, I may include his his Instagram and my stuff, so y'all can y'all can go check out what he's doing. But uh, but the whole award show was done well. I normally don't get into the award thing, yeah. I try to say uh, especially awards, BET man. when they have you know ten minutes worth right? of commercials before they even get back to the show. It was a good little show, man. Um, Nipsey got a uh, humanitarian award but too. Here's, here's my thing though: BET is always late to the party. Nipsey has been doing this for years. So we're that's true. He's been That's doing true. this for years. So now that he's passed, 
But now do you think, we want to you think it's him. exclusively BET though? Because no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a self-admitted. No, no. I wasn't a big Nipsey fan. No. The more and more I'm listening to Nipsey stuff, I'm liking what I'm hearing. I'm yeah. digging it. I, the other day I was listening to the DJ Khaled Father of Asad CD, um, and Nipsey got a song on that with John Legend. Hired that. That's actually what they performed at the awards. And I'm like, this dude could go, man. Yeah, he was Some nice, of his man. lyrics was so nice, and, that, and I, I, I kind of got sad. I was like, I never get to see where this career would have been. So I'm not gonna fault BET for that. I do. Agree BET is a little bit, you know, behind. But if you're black entertainment, you got a guy that's out there doing great things like that, you should be in the front of that. That's because BET is trying to be as socially conscious as they possibly can not to well, offend Well, they did do a good job with Nicki Minaj. They made a shot at her. Because they can't sell out to us. Because if they do anything, that's, they're going to be a sell out to us. And then yeah, they can't do anything. Because let's just be real. The money goes through um, yeah. goes through the other communities. So, but, you know, they, they got to get married. They want to be in line. Yeah, I love that they, you know, he got these awards. He by, got it, yeah. But I wish he'd have been here to actually enjoy it. You know what? I, I personally would like to see... Um, a way for this to be perpetuated, even going into the future. I, I it's, it's it's the spark of ours. It's the, the hot topic now because Nipsey's. You know, we we lost Nipsey what three months ago. Was it? Yeah. I think it was like three months ago because Ti said something to that effect. But I think we need to like the marathon. I don't care if we come up with something once every two months to talk about Nipsey. I don't know if you name an award after Nipsey. I don't care. Uh, uh, a Nipsey Hustle website, the marathon continues. I don't know. Somebody need to do something yeah. in order for us to keep this legacy living because what he was doing was Because truly, I, like you truly, said, truly I wish he had been promoted more here because I didn't know yeah. about it until he passed. I, like you said, I put on his music. I'm like, Nipsey can go. <laughs> he could go, yeah. Because I don't know if he, he had a go. song with Drake. I think it was a Drake called, uh, called Killer. That song goes hard too, man. I was, I was impressed by the young man. Like I said, I got sad. I was like, dang, man. Yeah. That's cold. I, we, we really lost one. Yeah, we did. We really lost one. that went back to his community, poured his heart into it, and the community killed him. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. You hate that. Alright, so we got a female half, a female high school athlete who didn't qualify for a track event because two boys who identify as girls ran faster, filed a complaint Monday with the Department of Education Office for Civil Rights. She said, no one in the state of Connecticut is happy about this, but no one has enough courage to speak up. Solana Soul said during an interview with Tucker Carlson that aired Monday night on Fox News Channel Show. Mm. Does she have a case? Yeah, I'm I, with her. I'm yeah, all I'm with, with her it too. And um, I think the the young lady that we talked about who ran for um, was it Jamaica or Cuba? Mm -hmm. The, the uh, Somalia. Somalia yeah, um, somebody's suing her. I think they're suing her saying that, hey, I was second place in a lot of these events. And if she wouldn't have been there, she this person would have gold medals and all kind of accolades, which could have resulted in endorsement deals, things of that nature. So, yeah, I, I, the problem with suing is that you putting you placing the blame on her when it should be on the rule, the, yeah, the governing body. Yeah, it's not her. About that. That, that's my only issue with the suing and president. I think sometimes we as a society, we way too litigious. And it, there's it, the, the, we play, we placing blame in the wrong parties or in the wrong direction. So, so here, here's my thing. You know what's funny? Okay, uh, when's the last time we talked about like a transgender racer? Yeah. Well, you, found to, you, you found a way to put it in about every every. Other yeah. Show. Well, it just it just goes together <laughs> on sports. But one of them actually liked one of our posts. Who? I forgot the name. We had to go back through there. But yeah, somebody uh, one of them liked the post. Okay. But 
I just saw this story and then it's something we've talked about, so we got to continue that conversation. Hey, well, it needs, it needs to be highlighted. It needs to be highlighted in a lot of different areas that transgender is here. It's, it's here to stay. It's a part of our normal culture. And just like our show says, sports life talk. I mean, we, we got to talk, talk about, about the sports side and the life side of this thing. And that's where, you know, you're going to have to have some tough situations and tough decisions that honestly, at the end of the day, there will never be a black and white answer. There were no, I mean, uh, this goes back to Charlotte not hosting the NBA All-Star game for three years because North Carolina would not let no, yeah. the bathroom thing. And it's only like a small percentage of people that you have to worry about anyway. So I can, I kind of see why they didn't actually want to go and make changes. But you're gonna have to. That's my, the world my, we're living my, in now. My, my advice is, I think we just should create. If they, if they're creating a total different gender or hold a total different box, right? There's male, female, transgender, or well, you know what? Most transgenders want to go by that other. So if you are male and you want to be a female, you want to be known as a. A female, you check the female box. Yeah, but we know that slippery slope on that. You're gonna have men doing that, going to the women's restroom and trying to mess with them. Mm, yeah. So no, you give them a separate restroom. We, we can fix all that. <laughs> but that, that don't sound like uh, segregation a little bit to you, man. It you does. Man, when they gave black then, folks, they, they all right here. Here's the difference. They on water fountains. Here's the difference between that. I'm trying to protect women. From I feel, predators. I feel that. You're not trying to ostracize. I'm not trying to protect. Yeah, I got you. I got you. That's all I'm trying to do. So we got two yeast of the week, and I'm gonna jump in on this one, man. All right, go ahead. You do it. Right, no, you, you, you give yours and I'm going to give mine. Okay. Well, my year of the week um, is going to go to a female. And uh, she she's very out there and prominent as far as being a homosexual. That's that pose she had, right? That's that pose. That's that pose. Hey, Megan Rapino. I um once again I'm admittedly a bandwagon for for the for the United States women's soccer team. No, it's not bandwagon, man. You're representing your country. I'm um it's not bandwagon. I, I, it's, it's to the point where I'm like listening to the shows on Fox Radio at the office because I can't stop at two o'clock in the afternoon and watch the game. So I'm listening to the telecast on the radio and going back and seeing all the highlights. But Megan Rapino over the last week has not scored three, but four goals for Team USA, who was able to defeat Sweden, uh, Sweden and France by the scores of two to one each. And now we're going to the final eight teams to, um, excuse me, no, we're going to the final four teams, um, the semifinals in the in the FIFA World Cup, where we have a 67% chance of, uh, of winning it all. But uh, she's the first woman in history for Team USA to do this. And both of those goals, that she, uh, all four of those goals were much needed in the victories, and it's just, it's electrifying. She's playing at a high level, and um, I don't know how old Rapino is. She's like mid 30s, man. Yeah, She's up there. This this might be her last go around. Uh, uh, Kari Lord, they're both. She's like yeah, Kari Lord, Lord not even starting anymore, though. Why not? Yeah, she's coming off the bench. So I Is that just for extra five parts? She's going to the bench She balled last before her Yeah. She was cold, man. She's still cold. But, um, yeah, Carly Lloyd. But, yeah, so Rapino, hey, keep doing your thing. You balling. I'm very excited about watching you play. I can't wait to see you bring home this this FIFA World Cup back to the States and you get a yeet. Not only that, she's one that's still fighting for the rights of everybody, too. Because you know that's another she's thing. still taking the knee. I can't wait till we talking about her after they bring this cup back. Is she going to the White House? She already said she wasn't. She already said it. She she put the F word in there and let me know that I'm really not going. All right, so my yeet of the week, since I, you know, you let me jump in there, is from a man in New York named Roman Espinoza. On his uh, lawn, he has a blessing box, and it's filled with um, food to anyone who needs it. 
The concept is simple. The box is a miniature food pantry receiving items for those who want to donate and to those who want to offer to uh, people who need them. So I can't think of a better person to give that yeet to, man, because we yeah. have so many homeless people and just other people that are just struggling in this world. And, you know, it's, it's hard to ask for help Yeah. when you're struggling. Like, no, nah, I'm a grown man. I got to provide for my family. So he's found a way to help you feed your family, whether you're homeless or you're just struggling. So he also gives an opportunity for those like myself and yourself who are, you know, blessed for us to give an opportunity for us to bless others. Because yes. we're always looking for ways to give. And this opportunity to drive by, drop some food off into the into the food pantry and keep moving. All right, he said there's not a lock on it. It's open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Man, it's something that he needs to get this idea in like every city, every state, man. Yeah. We need to come with a blessing box some kind of way, man. Seriously. That, that would be awesome. We that did it at awesome. your yard though. Yeah, we're going to pray about that one. <laughs> we need to do it at your house, man. How, how the movie ain't going? How the, man, it's still going, man. We're going to officially get everything in there next week, man. All right. All right. It look, like, it look like y'all balling, man. I, I liked what I saw. That thing. Balling like, and broke. Yeah. Y'all remember on uh, on Coming to America uh, where they brought the little estate in, in Queens Estate with McDowell's? That's... That's what Kevin stayed. He stayed literally in that whole that house that they had in Queens. Don't do that. Don't <laughs> it's do beautiful, that. gorgeous. Self house is nice, but it's not. Don't do that. Ooh, it's ballers. Yeah. Oh, whatever. All right. Hey. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Ra- 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 Raymond. Raymond or Ramon? Ramon? Yeah. Oh, you get a yeet. Hey, I appreciate that, man. Hey, before we leave, man, give us your uh, social media handle. BossB318. And if you have an idea for a yeet of the week, shoot it over to me. People out there in the communities who's doing something, whether it's sports or whether it's just ordinary life people who are doing, making great changes, shoot them over to me. BossB318. That's on Instagram and Twitter? Or is it just That's Instagram? on Instagram and Twitter. Okay, mine on Instagram and Twitter is ktcuts one. And if you know of any high school coaches or athletes that want to come on the show, we would love to start bringing kids in and, you know, get their names out there. So, holler at us. Hey, and uh, you want to tell them next week we're going to start doing the call-ins? Oh, yeah, next week we're going to start doing call-ins. So, you have any questions, you want to talk crazy to be generated with, of his with topics? us? Because I'm pretty sure he's going to have something that's off the wall to say. Or I might. And I had a guy actually on Instagram. He was like, okay, so who's the guy in there talking about Jordan Kinahoe, uh, Clay Thompson? I need his DM. So, I sent it to him. He never hollered at me. His podcast, I want to say it's like. Man, you better not be in my DM with that foolishness. No, nah, I mean, he just wanted to talk. I'm going to try to find his name real quick. I want to say his name. Uh, the name of the group is... Give me well, a while you find him out, the call-in number next week, we're going to go from 1030 to noon, Central Standard Time. That call-in number is 972-591-8272. So I'll give it again. 972-591-8272. Love to hear from you. It's going to be the free agent special, so we're probably going to spend 45 minutes to an hour unpacking the moves, the uh, the changes in teams, rosters, who we think are going to be great, and we would love to get your opinion and your take on that as well. Uh, he's from the Roll Call Sport, Sports Podcast. Okay. Yeah, he's like, man, I got to find out who that dude is. Well, it's me, man. Just holler at me, man. We were going back and forth on Instagram. Oh, it was you. It was you that he was he was criticizing. Yeah, it was
was me because yeah, I don't want to say that, you know. Me and, me and you, we clicked, dog. We on the same page. Well, keep talking for a second. I got to pull this back up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then we're going to so, end the show. All right, all right. <laughs> but like, hit us up next week. Hit us up throughout the week. Any ideas, anything you want to talk okay. about? We love your feedback. Life Talk on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And next week, we should have the full cast, I believe, right? We should. We should be back. If not, we'll have somebody in their seat. All five Power Rangers. All five. Which one are you again? I'm the Black Ranger. Of course you are. I'm the Red, and then we're going to go from there. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening to another episode of Sports Life Talk, where sport, life without sports is just talk. Follow and like us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, on the After Party Radio, and we also have our podcast on several other platforms like Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher Radio. Can you think of any more? No, but you, you, you mentioned Google Play. We're going to start doing the, the watch parties, too. So we will have a replay of the show on Sundays and Wednesdays to give you a second opportunity to see us. And if you just want to ride second, in the car, third, yeah. Fourth. If you want to just ride into the car and listen to our commentary, you can do that through uh, the podcast in which Coach Cab just mentioned. Hey, sportslifetalk.com is coming soon. We'll see you next week. All right, man. We ain't do too bad. Just us, huh? No, no, no disagreements? No, not this time, man. Not too bad. Somebody right then. I got to get better at that next week because I can't agree with you on a lot of stuff. It's well, not, it don't I feel right. Mean, I'll find a reason to make fun of Florida going forward. Oh, your Cowboys. Oh, I threw a shot about the Cowboys. Remember when I said the championship contenders? I didn't put the Cowboys in? Yeah. Oh, well, that, yeah. that was great, though. It ain't like we normally do. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Ah.